Coming up on this Jerusalem Dateline, we travel to Mount Gerizim to hear the latest on Palestinian terror threats and how the IDF is protecting Israeli citizens living on the Gaza border. Plus, Christian media giants gather in Jerusalem for the annual Christian Media Summit. And Iran sparks international outrage with its public executions of protesters. And an Israeli musician writes worship music for the persecuted church in Iran. All this and more on this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Hello and welcome to Jerusalem Dateline. I'm Chris Mitchell, coming to you from Mount Gerizim in Samaria, overlooking Nablus, referred to in the Bible as Shechem. We're here to highlight Palestinian terror groups currently threatening Israel's security. Here's an interview we did with Joe Trusman from the Foundation for Defense of Democracies. Tell us, how would you assess the status of the West Bank right now? The status of the West Bank is, of, unfortunately, of conflict, uh, especially in the last year and a half. Militant organizations such as Palestinian Islamic Jihad, Hamas and Al-Aqsa martyrs brigades have established themselves in the northern West Bank and have been launching attacks against Israeli citizens, Israeli troops and uh, Israeli settlements. And what role does the Palestinian Authority play in what's happening right now? It's actually a pretty huge role. What's going on is that the Palestinian Authority has lost its influence over the years in areas such as the northern West Bank. And what's happened is that these uh, Palestinian militant organizations have filled in the vacuum that's been left mm -hmm. by the PA. And what's happening is that they've been expanding, and by expanding, they've been able to launch these attacks against Israeli targets. And what role is Iran and Hamas playing in this vacuum? It's a huge role. They're, they're, uh, their goal is to destabilize the West Bank. It's in their interest to do that. And they are, they are undermining the, the Palestinian Authority. What they're also doing is supporting these groups, such as Palestinian Islamic Jihad, for example, or Al-Aqsa Martyrs Brigades. And what's happening, again, is we're we're seeing this huge increase in violence over the last year and a half. And you've got a tool there at the Foundation for Defense of Democracies, an inter interactive map. Tell us about it. So what we have done, we've taken media or we've taken data from local media. We've taken data from uh, IDF statements and um, claims by militant organizations. And we've put it together in this visual and which uh, describes and shows or illustrates rather mm -hmm. all the violence that's been happening since at least late March of this year. And it's very impressive as far as you can really see all of the shooting attacks and everything that's been happening in the past year and a half here. It's, uh, it's unfortunately, it's, uh, it's very sad to see, but uh, it's reality. And tell us, what can the IDF do to prevent uh, these uh, proliferation of attacks? They have launched Operation Breaking the Wave since uh, late March, which has been effective. But I think a closer cooperation with the Palestinian Authority is needed here. The Palestinian Authority needs to step up and fill in this vacuum that they've lost, essentially, and suppress these militant organizations because it's, it's, it's been causing a lot of problems for a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and what, would, uh, what do people need to know in the States or around the world about what's happening? I think this is a very important question. Uh, unfortunately, Israel's sitting on a volcano. And what I mean by that is all these attacks that have been happening over the year and a half has gotten to the point where I'm concerned that a attack uh, that's linked, that attack inside of Israel that's linked to the West Bank militant group is going to spur an operation, uh, an Israeli military operation in areas uh, such as the northern West Bank. And that's something everybody wants to, wants to avoid. The IDF released new images of what it says are rocket launchers right next to children's schools in the Gaza Strip. The satellite images reportedly show the weapons near three separate schools, housing more than 1,000 Palestinian children. 
Israel's military has long accused the terror group Hamas of using children as human shields and digging tunnels to transport weapons and fighters in civilian areas. The photos were released a week after the U.N. announced it found a tunnel beneath one of the schools it sponsors in Gaza. It was a day meant to show that Israeli citizens, as well as soldiers, face potentially deadly threats every day. Paul Strand has that story. This peaceful-looking little kibbutz is actually in danger of having dozens of deadly rocket or mortar shells rain down on it at any moment. When terrorists across the border in Gaza launch these surprise attacks, the citizens of Kibbutz Narim face possible death in a matter of seconds. Adele Raymers lived here for decades. From the moment we hear the red alert, we have between zero to ten seconds before we hear the explosion of the rocket. And that's the amount of time that we have to get to someplace safe. Raymer showed more than 100 Christian journalists from around the world where these attacks come from within Gaza, just a little over a mile past this fence. Which is why each home has a safe room inside and outside shelters are spread around here and nearby kibbutzim. Mikhail Yuziyahu says imagine the trauma for the children who sing of their terror during attacks. Let's hurry up, hurry up, hurry up to the safe room. Let's hurry up, hurry up because it's dangerous outside. My heart is pounding, boom, boom, boom. My body's shaking, doom, doom, doom. That's the terror coming from above. But there was a whole other terror coming from below when the Israelis began to find dozens of tunnels Hamas had dug from Gaza to below these kibbutzim. There's a whole web of tunnels under our feet. And imagine being in New York and a terrorist popping up from a sewer all of a sudden and spraying the people all around with machine gun fire. The Israeli military scrambles from this base and forward post to strike back against such attacks. And they've built their own facsimiles of a Gazan tunnel and town to train in. So here we are gathered with the world's media along the border with Gaza going into a replica of an actual tunnel built by the terrorists to reach into Israel. Here we go, into the tunnel. The Israelis have found tunnels that go for hundreds and hundreds of yards. Sometimes the terrorists have, bad, have had battles right inside these tunnels with the IDF soldiers. Imagine trying to fight in quarters this tight. Local Commander General Benzi Gruber wanted to meet these Christian journalists to rebut charges Israeli troops commit atrocities against Arab civilians. Charges leveled by news media and activists who appear much more sympathetic to the Arab attackers than the Israeli defenders. Gruber called on these journalists to publish or broadcast only facts, not false charges. And you need a lot of courage, a lot of knowledge to stand up and say no, this is not the truth. Israeli citizens get angry at the hypocrisy of it all. The propaganda from the other side who shoot themselves, civilians, I mean, all the bombing, all the rockets we get from Gaza, they're aimed all to civilians. Meanwhile, back at the military base, Near the Gaza border, the Israeli Defense Forces have built an entire fake Gaza village so that they can practice maneuvering and fighting inside of it. And on the walls, they put things that would look like maybe terrorist art. And uh, you might think they'd charge through the doorways or the windows, but they're afraid they'd all be booby-trapped. So what instead is they just blow holes in the walls to get inside. Gruber wanted to make sure the journalists saw all this, but more as well. Much of what the Israeli Armed Forces does involves jets and rockets and artillery, things like that. But for a day like this, when the international media is gathered at this base, the general decided to show off just a good old-fashioned tank. He charged the journalists with this tank, 
then hopped out and invited them to jump on board. But none of the show and tell was meant to take away from the sober message. The Jewish nation is never free of threat from enemies out to destroy them. They have a saying, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And what this means, in other words, that there will be no more Jews here, that we will throw them into the sea. So Israel must have a strong army. We're surrounded with enemies all around us. The main difference between the U.S. military and the Israeli military is the fact that the U.S. military for the last few years has fought far away, thousands of miles away, sometimes hard to know what they're fighting for. But for the Israeli military, they're fighting for their homes. They're fighting for their relatives' lives. And for the very existence of their nation. Paul Strand, CBN News, reporting from near the Gaza border. Those journalists Paul referred to came to Jerusalem for the sixth annual Christian Media Summit. But they did more than listen to speeches. They listened to Israelis and saw the land for themselves. This annual gathering began as a forum to share values and concerns between Jewish people and Christians in the media. It's important, first of all, because Jesus was a Jew. Israel's government press office sponsors the summit and hosted nearly 120 people from more than 25 countries this year. We need to persuade lots of Christian media to come to Israel to get to know the Israeli society because when we have battles and military operation and even in a peace process period, we need more media world to talk about Israel in a positive way. At the opening night event, CBN News talked with visitors about why they attended the summit. Norway is a country where we have a lot of lies produced by the media about Israel. So what we are called to do is just to speak the truth. It's bringing together uh, television professionals and execs from around the world, right here in the epicenter of it all in Israel, to talk about updates, what's going on, how can we build stronger relationships with Israel. Some noted the importance for journalists to see and learn about Israel firsthand, rather than basing decisions on other sources. If you stay in your country and you uh, keep watching your national or international news, Network, they will not tell you the truth about the region. The only way to connect with the reality is to come. We still need some voice in the East African region, in Africa, to tell the news of what is going on in Israel because there's so much negative media out there. So it's good when you come, experience it, and then you go back and tell the story of Israel. During the summit, participants had the opportunity to learn the latest in Israeli innovations, the danger Iran poses to the Jewish state, and the growth of anti-Semitism. An older battle than even the danger of a nuclear Iran is the ancient scourge of anti-Semitism, the hatred of the Jews. Historically, what starts with anti-Semitism ends up denying the rights and causing terror for many, many different minorities. So uh, that's why this summit is so important to lift our voices, to speak out against anti-Semitism, and to declare that racism in any form is unacceptable. They also had the opportunity to visit an IDF military base, see a replica of a Gaza city, and tour models of Hamas tunnels where Israeli soldiers now train to fight and defend Israel. Journalists also heard from Israelis in Nirim, a community close to the Gaza perimeter fence. Residents told them about living under the threat of rockets. And since these are Christian journalists, they felt the need to learn about God's perspective on Israel and the Middle East. It's important to understand what God is doing now in Israel and the Middle East and what are the best way to reflect this through our media channel that we have in Romania. So we can then report 
more of the news of what's happening with a greater insight so that it can encourage more people to pray and intercede into some of the very tough political situations that Israel faces. Coming up, as the uprising in Iran enters its third month, the Iranian authorities intensify the crackdown, this time with execution orders. Names from the Old Testament are being unearthed all over the city of Jerusalem. This was amazing. Come as close as you can get to personalities that are known from the Bible. Astonishing discoveries made today. A jaw-dropping moment of Bible archaeology. This is much more than a thrill. This is actual history that took place here on the site where we sit right now. Confirm the kings and prophets of the Bible left real evidence of their lives. Right time, the right place, with the right people. And one of the most significant finds in recent history. Exactly as the Bible tells us happened in the days of King Hezekiah. Written in stone, kings and prophets. We have the Bible and we have archaeologists. Here in our story, it's matching. The Old Testament is a reliable history book. Get your copy today for a gift of any dollar amount. Call now or go to cbn.com slash written in stone. Download the CBN News app, 24-7 News, from a Christian perspective at home or on the road. One place for all of your news. Breaking news alerts. Set daily prayer goals and pray for news stories. Read the most important news and watch CBN News Channel Live. CBN News, because truth matters. Go to CBNNewsApp.com to get the app today. The Bible tells us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. In CBN's free guide, 10 Ways You Can Pray for Israel, you'll learn spiritual lessons from Israel's patriarchs, prophets, and beloved New Testament leaders, while also discovering how you can pray for Israel today. Get your free copy. Call 1-800-700-7000 or go to cbn.com slash pray for Israel. The international community is reacting with outrage and horror at reports that Iran is publicly executing protesters arrested during nationwide demonstrations against the regime. Activists warn that Iranian officials have sentenced at least a dozen people to death in closed-door hearings. Iran has accused the detainees of attacking security officials and crimes against Dalla. Washington called the trials a sham. The regime has rounded up and detained thousands of people for their involvement in these protests. Many of them now face harsh sentences, uh, including the death penalty and sham trials that lack any due process. Uh, we denounce this draconian treatment in the strongest terms. Uh, these harsh sentences, and now the first public execution at least, are meant to intimidate Iran's people. They are meant to suppress dissent, and they simply just underscore how much Iran's leadership actually fears its own people. Iran is trying to quell protests that began following the death of a woman in police custody after she was arrested for allegedly violating the country's strict Islamic dress code. A United Nations Council dedicated to gender equality voted to oust Iran over its treatment of women and violent crackdown on protesters. In light of the sobering news out of Iran, composer and Middle East instrument master Israeli Yaron Cherniak shares how he is composing for the Iranian underground church. We blurred some video for safety reasons. Julie Stahl has more. 
connected to this region. Your music's very connected. For some reason it was just on my heart so much to um, develop and produce and widen the, the, the repertoire of worship music in Farsi, in classical forms. So first of all what you do is to learn about the culture, about the history, about the background of the culture, background of Iran, what is a Shia Muslim country? What is it in terms of culture, of uh, feasts? What do they do there? What about their poetry? You have to learn their poetry, their classic forms. And then, of course, as a musician, I started to dig in, to, uh, in, uh, in their music tradition. So that's the idea, is to speak the language of the people, their rhymes, their rhythms, their poetry, their language, not to touch it, not to try to westernize it. And the, the goal is to, to reach out to traditional societies, especially in Iran, where the underground church facing persecution and oppression by the regime, the Islamic regime. And sometimes in those uh, traditional societies, Western worship music, sometimes it's almost an obstacle for the traditional person, when he listened to that, he shut the door immediately. For them, their sound, it, it represents something, and a traditional sound represents their authenticity, their, their identity, their history. Their history is connected to something much more ancient than the rock music or jazz music or any other, you, you name it. Their music is very well rooted in their past. But what I do is to really send them, to use it as a way to communicate with them, to say, I, I'm not trying to change your culture. Your culture is amazing. I just want to share with you this love to God and to the Son of God, Yeshua, that is, this is the way for you to find life and light. <laughs> Up next, the IDF beefs up search and rescue training to better save lives and gives a front row seat to the U.S. and other delegations. Now, for a limited time, you can get five of CBN's critically acclaimed documentaries. Experience the rebirth of the modern state of Israel. The historic bonds between the Jewish people and the land of Israel cannot be broken. Relive the battle for Jerusalem in the Six-Day War. Jerusalem is yours forever. Discover how Israeli volunteers are changing the world. When people need us, we volunteer and we come and help. Explore the world of Israeli technological innovation. We're people of dreams. God gives us dreams. And that's really the roots, I think, of, of much of our innovation. And understand the biggest land dispute in history. Many Palestinian Arabs claim that the Jews stole Arab land. But is that the real story? This exclusive Israel DVD collection can be yours for a gift of $29.99 or more. Call now or go online to get your Israel DVD bundle, which includes streaming access. Come home to the sounds of Southern Gospel from CBN Radio. 
you'll enjoy a rich Southern blend of bluegrass, classic gospel, and Southern gospel favorites like the Gaithers, the Crab Family, and bluegrass sounds like Mountain Faith. So make yourself at home with the all-new CBN Southern Gospel, now available at cbnradio.com. Introducing a brand new way to start your morning, the CBN News Quick Start Podcast. Each weekday morning at 7 a.m., get quick highlights of the day's important news, then an in-depth analysis that goes beyond the headlines, insights that matter to people of faith, Discover how God is moving around the world and here at home. Find the CBN News Quick Start Podcast on iTunes or wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. Because truth matters. For the first time in more than two years, Israel's military is hosting a large-scale exercise through its search and rescue unit. As Middle East correspondent Julie Stahl shows us, the IDF invited the U.S. and other delegations to participate. The exercise began with a simulation of a building collapse, similar to what happened to this Miami condominium in June 2021. The significance of this exercise is uh, implementing the integrated intelligence concept of our unit. As part of the exercise, the search and rescue unit sought to rescue 100 people. In this simulation, one of the groups extracted five people in 24 to 26 hours. According to Reserve Colonel Golan Vach, Israel pulled out 60 in the same amount of time because of the unique tools they use. So Israel has a unique role to play in the international field by bringing the speed and the Israeli IDF capabilities. We are part of the Israel Defense Force and we rely on its resources. And by using the Israel Air Force, the IDF intelligence, by using Israel's special units combined with our search and rescue capabilities, we bring something very special to the table. Representatives from international rescue organizations, including the U.S., Panama, Mexico, and Germany, joined about 400 Israeli military personnel, including doctors, engineers, rescuers, and more. To keep the exercise as realistic as possible, professional actors portrayed relatives searching for their loved ones, and even the smell of rotting flesh was added. Israel sees a great value to save lives everywhere, every time, to each person that is in trouble, each one of the men and women in my unit are most dedicated to the mission. Israeli rescuers can reach anywhere in the world in 12 hours. They also helped in Miami, and Vox says the biggest challenge there came in helping surviving family members. We needed to support them during this mission by knowing that their relatives are already dead and uh, we could not tell them that we found them. Living with these families for 14 days and nights was the most difficult thing that we faced in Miami. Overall, he says, the most rewarding thing is knowing they are saving lives. You're dealing with the most precious things in the world is saving live people, saving the families by finding their loved ones and feeling that you represent this organization, the Israeli Defense Force, the state of Israel, and you are doing that well. It makes us proud to uh, wear 
the Israeli flag on our arms when we are walking in Mexico, Albania, Honduras, Nepal, Haiti, you name it. Vach calls it a privilege to participate in these exercises, share what they know, and learn from others while sharing the value of saving lives. Julie Stahl, CBN News, Jerusalem. Up next, see how Santa visits the children in Jerusalem. But his transportation methods are not what you might think. Hello, everyone. I am so happy we are together for one of my most favorite times of the year, Thanksgiving Day. Gizmo and friends have so much to be thankful for. I'm thankful for my family, my friends. For God and all that he has created. We have resources to be able to live and the Holy Spirit. Those are wonderful things to thank God for. Always be thankful to God for the things and the people in your life. Join the CBN Animation Club and get the great Thanksgiving turkey test. Plus two copies to share with others, all for your gift of only $25. This special holiday program features ways of showing thankfulness through games, activities. This is my first time going to be eating candy corn. And much more. President Abraham Lincoln declared a national day of Thanksgiving to be celebrated every November. The Great Thanksgiving Turkey Test, yours when you join the CBN Animation Club. The more we practice being thankful, the easier it is to be thankful for everything. Here, we're committed to a heritage of rigorous scholarship dating back over a thousand years. And to a faith tradition dating back a thousand more. This is how we create a culture of inquiry where no topic is off limits. And a culture of hope. Anything's possible! It's Christian leadership. And it's changing the world for the better. It's higher learning. It's greater knowing. It's what makes us whole. It's what makes us Regent. Orphan's Promise is committed to loving and serving at-risk children, to helping keep families together, and to creating opportunities for strong and sustainable communities around the world. We're working in over 60 countries, and with your help, we can do even more. We are out to change the world, one child, one family, one community at a time. Will you join us? When Christmas comes to the Holy Land, it's always a happy time, especially for the children. Who wouldn't like a visit from Santa, Jerusalem style? Ho ho! Merry Christmas!
Well, that's all for this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Thanks for joining us. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can also access CBN content through our CBN News and other CBN apps. And don't forget to sign up for our email blast so you can continue to receive all of our exciting CBN content. I'm Chris Mitchell reporting from Mount Gerizim. We'll see you next time on Jerusalem Dateline.